By the end of this episode, you will discover the 17 surprising challenges each person faces when building a profitable anxiety-free business and the corresponding book recommendation I have for you to read, depending on which one you're currently overcoming. Welcome to Embodied Entrepreneur. This podcast helps female entrepreneurs heal trauma and regulate the nervous system so that they can build a profitable, sustainable, and anxiety-free business. I'm your host, Sheridan Ruth. You're about to discover a book that you can read this weekend that saved me when I was in the depth of my chronic PTSD and nothing else was working. The shocking effect of emotions on burnout, stress, and your overall well-being, and my little secret to maintaining a business that works and moving focusedly towards your goals instead of just running your wheels and wasting time and energy. I'm sitting here with hot chocolate and it's really, really yummy and I'm really excited to get into these. This summer for me has involved a lot of book reading, which has been really, really cool. And it's also led to you guys actually asking me for some guidance around books. Now, disclaimer, my work is really about the importance of embodiment. I actually started making this list just because I had a couple of you asking for like a book list. And then I was looking through some of the book recommendations I had and I thought it would be helpful to correspond them to like a why you would read each book or what each book is going to help you with specifically what challenge you might be experiencing that will help you know if this is a good book to put your energy into and to prioritize. So I've written down the challenges and they're in no particular order. Let's just get into it, hey? So challenge number one, not knowing where to focus. Now there's this... um like energy. There's this concept in yoga therapy and the word is dharana. Dharana, dharana, if I say that correctly, dharana in Sanskrit. And it means focus. So it means single pointed attention. And focus is such an important thing. You'll see, I speak about it a lot when you're working with me in that we need to kind of focus on one thing or a few things at a time in order to see change. So in yogic philosophy, in the way that I've experienced the, the actual experience of this, this single-pointed focus, when you focus so much on one thing, what seems to happen is things align so that you achieve or you're kind of magnetized towards this one thing. It's like you kind of enter into this little vortex and you're pulled towards this one thing. And a lot of us have this the problem or the, the challenge that we enter is I don't know where to focus. Where do I put my time? What do I do? What do I focus on? And so if you're asking yourself this question of like, I don't know where to focus, I actually want to encourage you to read the book, The Power of Focus by Jack Canfield. And it's going to be more clear to you at the end of the book why I'm going to recommend that you read this book. But if you're asking your question, I don't know where to focus. I want you to read The Power of Focus by Jack. Maybe, yeah, I'm going to let that one be a little bit mysterious as to why, because it seems almost like a little bit counterintuitive. You probably want me to just tell you where to focus, right? No, I'm going to ask you to read The Power of Focus and then come back to that same question. Another challenge that a lot of people face and that I've certainly faced in the past or sometimes still pretty regularly, to be honest, is not knowing if it is enough, not knowing if what I'm doing is enough. If you are sitting and you're like, I don't know if this is enough, I don't know if this is enough, I don't know if this is enough, 
or you're not sure what is going to be enough, I want you to read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. The Compound Effect completely changed the way that I see so many different things in my life. I think a part of me was already living according to these philosophies. Maybe it's because I'm a projector in human design. I don't know. But yeah, go ahead and read The Compound Effect because it's going to help you have a real deep sense of well, what is enough and what isn't enough. And it's going to bring you more confidence and ease at the end of your day to be able to say, yes, this was enough or no, it actually did need to be a little bit more or a little bit different. The third challenge that you might be experiencing is maybe some anxiety or you have a lot of like, this is slightly different. The third challenge you might be experiencing is that you're having a lot of worry and concern and anxiety or like unexpected things happen. It feels like you just can't get ahead. It feels like as soon as things start happening, you're really worried about it, you're self-critical or some drama happens. Like it just feels like you can't get ahead. If it feels like you can't get ahead, I want you to read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. That is a book that I have recommended quite a few times. Um, we have numerous podcast episodes on it. Um, number 66, I think, is How to Prime Your Nervous System for More Success. And I reference this book. I want you to read, if it feels like you can't get ahead, I want you to read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. The next one, number four, the challenge you might be experiencing is a lot of anxiety, depression, and self-criticism. Or like maybe possibly some complex PTSD, such as what I've experienced, a lot of relational trauma. I want you to read Anchored, How to Befriend Your Nervous System Using Polyvagal Theory by Deb Dana. This is for you if you just, you ha- you're having a bit of, you're struggling a little bit. Um, there's a lot of pain inside. Um, you're having thoughts that are uncomfortable. And maybe you're tired and you don't really know what to do. And it feels like it might be even a little bit bigger than you sometimes. So I'm recommending Anchored, How to Befriend Your Nervous System Using Polyvagal Theory by Deb Dana because when I was really healing my complex PTSD, Deb Dana's work was a big lifesaver. I really like the way that she relates to polyvagal theory. She is not like the founder of polyvagal theory. Stephen Porges is, and he does have a book on called, I think, Polyvagal Theory, which is a wonderful book. However, I really appreciate Deb Dana's approach to it. I think she is very nurturing, very nourishing. Um, and that nourishing element is really nice when you're healing this type of thing. So go ahead and read Anchored, How to Befriend Your Nervous System using polyvagal theory by Deb Dana. Now, if you're experiencing a lot of repeating patterns and thoughts that harm you, and especially if you're a little bit more new to the embodiment and somatic world, you absolutely have to read Body, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. The Body Keeps the Score is a classic. It's a must read. If you haven't read it, you need to go and read it. Every single person on the world needs to read this book. It is going to explain to you essentially how the body keeps a score and how working with the body is going to change the way that you experience your world. If the challenge you are experiencing is a lack of like, like this lack of libido, lack of creative energy, kind of feeling like you're pulling from a well of nothing, maybe you're actually experiencing some physical um, discomfort, heartburn, IBS, constipation, headaches, migraines, dry skin, eczema, 
If you're just feeling really blah, like blah, I would really encourage that you read Happy, Healthy, Sexy by Katie Silcox. Katie Silcox is the person that I learned Ayurveda through, and this is the first book that I read of her work. It's a really awesome book. It's going to give you an insight into your nervous system and your body. It's kind of the, the Ayurveda is the backdoor of nervous system work that I like to use. Um, so go ahead and read Happy, Healthy, Sexy. She has recipes in there. She has meditations in there. She has theory in there. She has education. She has personal stories. It's just, it's a vibe. It's, it's an awesome, awesome book. I highly recommend it. You're going to walk away feeling happier, healthier, and sexier, even if you're a boy. But it's kind of written more for women. But yeah, the other one that I recommend, especially as Ayurveda is your thing, is actually the textbook of Ayurveda by Dr. Vasant Ladd, Volume 1. Volume 2 is really great, but you need to read Volume 1 first. This textbook is actually what I use to study Ayurveda, and it's a little bit complex. But Dr. Ladd has this poetic way of writing about elements and philosophy and the body in such a way that it's actually really easy to understand. And he makes the body just feel like a poem that is rolling off of your lips. Oh, it's a really, you know, I keep a, I have a copy on with me at all times. If you've ever been in my office or in my bedroom, you've seen the big yellow book. I reference it. I love it. Um, it's really, really beautiful. I've literally lugged this book around this big textbook around so many different countries it's a it's a great book for understanding your body and understanding how to nurture your body so that it can do more of what you want to do in your life okay saying that if your other challenge is that you're just feeling burnt out you're burned out burnt out burnout or you know that you have tendencies to burn out um and particularly if you're doing a lot. I would say this especially for people who are possibly listening and working like a nine to five job or like you have a lot on your plate. Maybe you're studying, something like that. I would really recommend that you what you read the book. I listened to this book, but you read or listen to the book Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Amelia Nagoski. This is a really wonderful book that really does a great job explaining burnout and how we need to work with our emotions to avoid it. You guys know a lot of the work that I do is around emotions. My clients access a tool which is called the Emotional Alchemy Tool and we do this because it is the key to unlocking the stress cycle and avoiding burnout. Amelia Nagoski and her co-writer, I think, or co-study, she did studies with or something, also have a wonderful podcast episode with Brene Brown. If you Google Brene Brown burnout interview, you'll probably find it. I think it's it's longer, but it's really worth the listen. The next challenge is not knowing how to make sustainable change and doubting the science behind the recommendations that the coaching industry actually has for you. So there's two things here, not knowing how to make sustainable change and then when people recommend to you, oh, you do it like this, actually doubting the science, basically doubting and saying, like, does this stuff work? <laughs> You're going to go ahead and read The Biology of Belief, Unleashing the Power of Consciousness, Matter and Miracles by Bruce Lipton. This is a classic book. I think it was published about 20 years ago, if I'm completely honest. I think I have the 20th version, like edition or something. But let me be honest with you, I haven't finished it. <laughs> I think I'm about 10, I have about 10% to go. 
it's an amazing book. I've been reading it slowly because I really like for the science to kind of drip down into my brain. That's how I read more science-oriented books. But it's I would highly recommend it if you want to make some really sustainable changes, understanding the biology of belief. And especially if you, just like me, really like we, un- we want to understand the science behind these things before we put our energy and effort into them, right? So I would recommend that. And I would also recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is a great book. You've heard this stuff before, but you know what? I didn't, I haven't actually read it. You know what I did? I went on YouTube and I wrote down Atomic Habits, James Clear Summary. There's a 25 minute video. I couldn't, I haven't, I won't link it because I'm lazy. Go and do that on YouTube if you don't want to take the time to read the book. It'll take you 25 minutes. He has like an illustration. He does an awesome job of explaining the book. It's amazing. Atomic Habits by James Clear. All of this stuff is pretty intuitive. I use all of the hacks on my, with my clients to help them create more habits. And it's really good to have somebody share it with you. So don't be like, oh, I already know this stuff. No, go and listen to the book. Go and read the book. Go and watch the YouTube video. It's going to help you. If your challenge is that you're struggling a little bit more with relationships and connections, either that be in your personal life, familiar life, romantic life, or sales and marketing, I'm going to go recommend. This is an under-recommended book. This book is by Richard Schwartz, who is, I guess, the founder of Internal Family Systems, which is a therapeutic method of, yes, it's a a therapeutic method to help people with um, mental health issues and trauma. I use it a lot inside of my work. If you're familiar with it, you'll see where it pops up. But Richard Schwartz has written a couple of books, and he has a really famous one called No Bad Parts, which I think is more popular. However, I think one of his, this is an earlier book that he has. It's called You Are the One That You've Been Waiting For. And it is one of the best books that I think that I've read on relationships because of the way that he clearly articulates how it is that we kind of interact with each other and what's actually happening when we're having these different, it's like if we're all jigsaw puzzles, how we all fit together and how to change the way that you relate with yourself so that you can fit together with other people in more nourishing uh, ways in ways that you feel more confident about you feel more comfortable with so you are the one you've been waiting for for by Richard Schwartz as well as non-violent communication by Marshall Rosenberg this is a basic communication book it's kind of like level one of going from not so great education communication to really amazing communication And I'm going to challenge you. And if you think that you're further up and your communication is relatively okay, I still am going to encourage you to read this book. I actually try to return to it once a year. I read it every year because it it helps no matter where you are. You know, he's done a lot of work around um, negotiation and, and like peace negotiation as well as interpersonal. He's worked in high schools. This is going to help you professionally and personally. And I think we can all benefit um, from reading this book quite regularly. It's also really good when you go home and spend time with your family. Now, the last challenge that I have that I notice a lot of people go through is one that's more exclusively towards females. uh, And it's hormonals, hormonal ups and downs. I don't know about you, but I've noticed that 
sometimes I, you know, like it'll be a couple of days after my period, like after my period ended. So I'm like, yes, that's it. I can take on the world. And then I'm ovulating. I'm like, oh my God, yes. And then I'm getting towards the end of my period. And I like in my luteal phase, I'm so mean to myself. I'm so mean to myself. Um, and my brain's ability to do different tasks is really different during different times of the month, even when I wasn't regular, um, even when I didn't have a regular period. But and so it's true, even if you don't have a regular period, you're probably working with the moon cycle. Your brain just works differently. And the amount of like mental energy it requires to do one thing one day is going to be different to doing that same thing three weeks later. So using your hormones um, to actually structure your month, if you're not already doing this as a woman, like you need to start immediately. When I'm working with clients, we have a Excel spreadsheet and a PDF that tells us like, exactly what to do each day um, or each week, which is very, very helpful. And I remember reading a book about this and following its instructions to help get my period more regular back. What was that? That was right after my ex-husband passed away. I decided that I wanted to do that type of thing. And so that would have been 2018. And so I actually don't remember the book. This was actually this was also when I was in that big fog of um, trauma. And I don't remember a lot of that year. I don't remember that book. Uh but I am going to recommend another one. I haven't read it. I just Googled it. You can start here, see if you want to read it. It's called Period Power. Period Power. Harness Your Hormones and Get Your Cycle Working for You by Macy Hill. That would be a book that I think would be a good place to start. One book that I did read a little bit later on that is very indirectly linked is called The Red Tent by Anita Diamond. It's a beautiful book. It's a fiction book. Um, and it's, it follows the story of a woman, I think back all the way in Egypt, back, 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 back in the old days. And she would bleed in the red tent. And it was a very, it was a very empowering book. It's a beautiful story. I don't read a lot of fiction, but I felt that it was a beautiful way to bring a lot of reverence back to our body cycles, back to women. Um, and yeah, just kind of let yourself get lost in a story that is enforcing a positive image around womanhood to you. So that's really beautiful. So go ahead and read these books. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think of them. So pick one. Let me know by messaging me on Instagram which one you are picking. And you know what would also be cool? Let me know what you, like, what are the books that you've enjoyed? I, I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. What are the books that you've enjoyed that you would recommend? Um, maybe I've read them and I can add to this list and maybe I, and I've just forgotten about them. Maybe I haven't and we can make a bigger list for the rest of the community. Let me know your thoughts. I want to know what are you reading? Why do you love it? And what are you going to read this year? I look forward to hearing from you. 